of How Did This Get Booked. I, of course, am your host, Jake Manning. I'm a veteran of the professional wrestling business for over a decade, and I've held every single job except selling popcorn. I'm joined, as always, by my friend, yep. White Sox lover, yep. Skittles eater. Now I'm mouthful of Skittles right now. Uh, it's so good. Toffee chewer oh, honor. Laffy Taffy. Laffy Taffy the chewer greens, honor. Green only. Uh, all, oh, all, reds, all, oranges are not orange. Um, pinks are okay. Uh, I'll suck a fucking dick before I eat a banana Laffy Taffy. <laughs> Fuck that. Won't we all? Brother. Uh, candy connoisseur, Zane Riley. How are you doing, Jake? Good. Good, how are you? You want me to keep talking while you finish eating these Skittles? <laughs> you could, but I can also ask you, what kind of shoes do mice wear? <sighs> See, I'm always bad at these, like, short little jokes. Like, because my brain doesn't fucking work this way. Squeakers. Get the, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Welcome to our new podcast. Do Laffy Taffy Packets. The fucking door's over there. Yeah. It's unlocked. I'm going to show myself lock, out. Well, show yourself out and lock the fucking door. <laughs> yeah. <behind you. laughs> get a key made from my house. Come back. Lock yourself out. <laughs> I'm good, Jake. How are you? Good. Uh... Once again, uh, you know, thank you to everybody who's been writing reviews on all our uh, iTunes and Stitcher. I've, like I said, I always make it a priority to put this right at the top of the show because you fans have been making it a priority to write reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, we're actually recording back-to-back episodes. Yep. So it's the same people that I mentioned last week. But if you have written a review in between our episode where we talk about Night of the Legends 2 <laughs> and then this episode, don't worry, I'll get you on the no. next one. But uh, guess what? Those people that... Uh, Wrote from before, uh, you were still sitting on top as of the moment of the recording yeah. of this episode. Which <laughs> as was, of an hour and a half after you were before. After an hour and a half you were, you're still sitting on top of the poll. Uh, Sponge Cake 7, you were sitting on top of the poll at uh, Stitcher and iTunes. Sean D. Pasquale, I appreciate you. I know that I've sent my shirt out to you because I sent it to you. Uh, mere minutes ago, which would have now be a couple weeks <laughs> yeah. ago. So just letting you know how the hopefully song... you're wearing it while you listen. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully by now you have got it. You are wearing it. You are enjoying your How Did This Get Book T-shirt. And if you're like, hey, I want to enjoy my How Did This Get Book T-shirt, all you have to do is write a review on iTunes or Stitcher, and then get up with me on Twitter, Instagram, the How Did This Get Book Facebook page, uh, my email, however, and you know maybe give me a follow on Instagram or Twitter so you can DM me your shirt size and your mailing address, and I will mail it right out to you. Right now, it is not a bother right now. Mm-hmm. I'm gladly still doing this offer. I have people all the time going, hey, is this offer still valid? Yes, yes, it is. It is not an annoyance. I just ask that you have a little bit of patience on when I mail out the shirts because sometimes uh, I get that email while I'm on the road so it takes a little time for me to get back into the office and mail those shirts out. Like I said, I just mailed out three of them today and hopefully by the time this podcast comes out I would be mailing out many, many more. So I appreciate everybody's writing a review. You guys have taken it and made it a priority. That's why I'm making it a priority to say everybody's names and make it at the top of this podcast and not at the end like it has been. And ever since then... You guys have done it. You, you've hit it out of the park. So I appreciate all that love. Just continue to download, subscribe, and leave reviews. Um, <laughs> I don't know how quite to start this episode. <laughs> this is, Do you have cancer? No, no. This this episode this episode's a long time coming. <laughs> this, 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 I feel that we're building it up already too much no no we're building up in a proper a proper amount because you know we've been you know sometimes doing this podcast it becomes very challenging especially when we have to watch a three and a half hour wwe pay-per-view and as some people kind of know our mo and know that you only announced me and we don't have another comedian yes usually it's just uh Wrestling and pop culture, as in movies and TV shows. Yes, that's usually, the, if it's just me and Zane, we're talking about wrestling and, and pop culture. And this one has been kind of sitting in the back of my mind, and I was I was kind of 
right before we were going to record our, our last episode, I'm like, hey, do you want to do this? And I sent you <laughs> a non-discreet. <laughs> just, uh, just a blurb. Just a blurb YouTube link <laughs> uh, for something that I knew that existed. And I feel it's appropriate that we cover it on this podcast. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Let's let's get ahead a little bit. Let's let's go ahead and let's talk about this one. And, and the show's a fucking layup. Like, this is going to be. Oh, yeah. We have to we have to build it up so much because the material that we have is so small. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Like, they didn't put a lot of work in creating the content that we are discussing yeah. today. <laughs> but notoriously so. Yeah. Um, they, they were all about the sizzle. And basically mm-hmm. what we are, are talking about today is... This Baywatch. is the only episode I've ever seen. You... Now, I've seen a bunch of the USA, like, previews and lead-ins, and I've jerked off to Pamela Anderson more than I can imagine. But, like, this is the first episode I've just... Full on watch. Well, let's jump in. We are discussing Baywatch <laughs> episode 15 from season six <laughs> entitled Bash at the Beach. Oh, fucking yeah. You, my friend, this episode aired on uh, February of 1996. Um, let me just tell you where I was at in my fucking life in 1996. Okay. Um, they, you, you've said this is your first episode you saw yeah, Baywatch. Yeah, yeah. You've never, you never no, saw never, any other... Nothing else. No, I just knew the concept and I knew the people in it. Brother, Baywatch is a big part of my fucking life. Yeah. Because uh, Baywatch was obviously a show that was in syndication. Mm-hmm. There were times mm-hmm. that it would be on Saturday afternoons on the Fox affiliate. But then at one point in time, it was probably maybe around season four, season three, right when they're hitting their strides. Um, uh, they started syndicating on Monday nights. Just after Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So my young life in 1995 consisted of watching an hour-long Monday Night Raw, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. going immediately down downstairs to my room, mm-hmm. watching Baywatch, yeah. and then Star Trek Next Generation. Whoa! That was my fucking Monday that Night. That was your trifecta. God fucking damn, it was a great fucking time to be alive. And, you should have been in bed. Oh, God. Well, I was in bed. Because <laughs> Then it got a little bit weirder when I was done, and then like I had to watch Star Trek for a while, but you get it. And then, then, you're, then you're seeing uh, Diana Troy, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm back in. I'm back in. I'm like, oh, wow, wow. <laughs> Beverly Crusher, oh, the light's hitting you just, just, just right. Just getting it, girl. You just, get oh, it. God damn, I wish I was Jean-Luc Picard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was there a wrestling crossover between Star Trek and... Uh, well, Cap... Uh, William Shatner was on Raw, and that was like mm-hmm. my first episode of Raw that I ever saw on the USA Network because wow. it was the f- we got cable in December of 1994, and I would just flip through the channels on a random Monday night when we had DirecTV, and like, holy shit, there's William Shatner! Mm-hmm. Holy shit, there's Brett the Hitman Hart! I haven't seen him in years! <laughs> holy shit, he's wrestling Double J Jeff Jarrett! Who the fuck is that? <laughs> 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 what a weird turnout of events that has happened now oh in 2018. Wim Shatter just did a drop kick? No fucking way! <laughs> like, so yeah, like, so Baywatch is a big part of my fucking life. All right. A very formative time in, in my life. Um, but like I said, once uh, Nitro debuted in September of 1995, that kind of fucked up the whole shuffling. But that yeah. whole beginning of 1995. Yeah. Prime. Kill Prime. Him, I mean, you see Raw, you see Baywatch, you see Star Trek Next Generation. Mm-hmm. I know that's just a wide variety of <laughs> demographics and see genres. Girl titties, alien titties. That's pro- What's up? That's probably like I, why I'm all over the board when it comes <laughs> to musical taste, movie taste, everything. television taste. I'm just all over the place. Did it all. Just a little bit of everything. I have a, have a lot to, to make up for. So, But I remember this episode... Finally, I remember watching it yeah. live, and like I'm glad we're circling back around. <laughs> Here we are, because there were times where I would make a point to sneak in Baywatch between the the West Coast replay mm-hmm. of Monday Night Nitro. Yeah, I was still at this moment in time loyal to Raw. Yeah, and I would just flip over to Nitro, and then there was a time just to kind of go. Huh. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. And it wasn't until when the NWO happened when, like, Scott Hall showed up. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> you know? This and, shit's real. Yeah, and then, then it was all, like, you go to Nitro, you flip over to Raw. Yeah. So that's how it was. And then eventually it came that you were watching Raw, but then you'd flip over to Nitro. Yeah. yeah. Again, that's how it happened with me. History repeats itself. Exactly. So, um... 
I have a lot of fond memories watching Baywatch, especially with my younger sister, Darcy. We used to watch on Saturday afternoons and <laughs> this just uh, we used to do this funny thing when the intro would come on, like make little like snide comments. Like you saw the intro yeah, yeah, yeah. on this and like it'd be like it, it was would, so goddamn long. Like, I'll be ready. <laughs> I'll be ready. And I used to make little comments and little like uh, like breaks in between the song. Mm-hmm. And because they'd show a shot of uh, like fucking David Hasselhoff running on the beach. And I would, you know, they'd be like, I'll be ready. Then a shirt was David Hasselhoff. And then I would reply back, oh, wasn't ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or they'd be like, uh, step out into the light. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be like a shot of like Pam Anderson. And, like, and I'd be like, oh, what a light it is. <laughs> like, me, and my, me and my sister. Working Dar- on your hard five right there. Dude. Me Early. and my sister Darcy would do like a mystery science theater thing every single week to Baywatch. Like mm-hmm. We'd find a new line, a new little bit, a new little quick jab to get in there between like the song and everything like that. Like that was that was like our bonding. That's did. Yeah, that's what we did. So that's why like Baywatch is like firmly It's got a hold in your life. In my heart. So the this episode in incorporating pro wrestling, holy fucking shit. Yeah. This is the greatest thing ever yeah. to me. So uh so it kind of surprised me that you never saw. Man, never. I don't know why. What the fuck were you doing with your I mean, I don't even remember. The, the people that... That's a WCW kid, remember? Right. Oh, <laughs> Go. We didn't have that after that. We had probably like Thunder in Paradise sometime around here. So so you don't even probably... You can't even guess when like this was syndicated. Like, oh, fuck no, man. Uh, see, your syndicators here in this area let you down. They did. They Prob- You know probably what it was? It was probably... I knew that it was on around uh, uh, Raw because... It's probably the fucking PLO yeah. was ba- wouldn't let fucking Baywatch <laughs> being syndicated because it was corrupting you young minds. Damn right. And we Goddamn Prime Star wasn't helping me out. We need fucking you know good Christian fearing people here yeah. in the South. We don't have you know Pam Anderson running around on a. We don't need either. And then look how we turned out. Yeah, <laughs> we ended up in the same place. Opposite, opposite of the spectrums, though. We, we switched sides. <laughs> I was allowed to see as much porn as yeah. I want. Yeah, you. I mean, they made it real fucking hard. They made it real fucking hard. We still ended up in the same place. Here, <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Talking about the same yeah. basically syndicated softcore porn. Yeah. <laughs> All in the end. Which, this whole episode, I don't know. I've got questions about the rest of some stuff after. But um, this whole episode just really... Both ends of the fucking spectrum. Oh, yeah. This, but see, this the is... The happiest of happies and the lowest of lows. It, well, you had to have been mixed, but this is a key episode. <laughs> because, you know, Stephanie Holden was a major part of the yeah. fucking show. And, and her getting cancer was a major storyline. Even so much of a major storyline that I remember, like, Friends uh, did a joke about it. Like, Friends, the biggest show, show of the world, all time. was talking about this this cancer angle with uh, Lieutenant Stephanie Holden. And huh. make sure you call her Lieutenant. Well, of course. Put some goddamn respect on her fucking name. name so did she die? Uh, not because of cancer. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> now I've got so many more questions. I, I I've ha- got to go back and watch the whole goddamn show. I had to look it up because I'm like, I, I know she died, but I can't remember what it was. I tried to read Shark it. attack. It was crazy. No, it looked close. Well, oh, fuck. <laughs> they were, I think it was involved. They were trying to save some kids that were in a boating accident. <laughs> and like a mass fell on her and her, she succumbed to her injuries. I read it online and I'm like, this sounds made up. <laughs> this is not real. This is not real. But then I read another synopsis about when she used to date uh, Hasshoff's character, mm-hmm. Mitch Buchanan, that they, uh, and they, they, they reference it. Yeah. Where, uh, you never. You told me you'd never leave me. Mitch got shot, went overboard, <laughs> <laughs> and they had to float around. I kind of remember that episode. Yeah, too. <laughs> I'm gonna have to just go back and watch all these. There fucking... was some goddamn ridiculous. And I remember Mitch Buchanan's ex-wife dying in a plane crash. Goddamn! Like... Who lived? <laughs> oh, they were so. They were so. You had to have the tragedy, like you said. You have to. That was. I, I didn't realize how. <laughs> You mean... I didn't realize how schizophrenic Baywatch was till I watched this episode back. Like, it just seemed normal. Like, yeah, sure, people are fucking dying, and Hulk Hogan's running on the beach like Rocky. (laughs) Happiest thing ever. You mean tell me that Van Vader crushing that child's basketball wasn't a tragedy? (laughs) We had to have some cancer involved? God damn. Yeah, it was not a light show. Who, they, who wrote a, this, Russo? They had some serious goddamn issues to Man. get through. Man. All right, well, let's start from the beginning. Okay. Let's get going. 
I think we've had enough time for this can be an hour long show. Oh, well, we're already at 15 minutes. Oh, you guys are in trouble. Oh, but Take it home now, boys. But sometimes when we prepare less and we can just talk like yeah. this, these are some of the better, better times. So, so that you're, you guys are in for a treat. That watching, especially this, if you watch the shit on fucking YouTube. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a. This is gonna be up on the How to Skip Book website. I've been a little bit behind on getting stuff up, but this is definitely uh, gonna be up and watched. So if you want to watch the episode, but it, I have a feeling that most of us uh, that are maybe listening right now vaguely remember the episode mm. enough. They're like, I'll let just go yeah. ahead and jump right in. You'll remind me. Yeah. Now I had to watch this. I tried to watch it on my phone because for some reason my computer, like the YouTube on my computer, wouldn't let me watch. Uh, the paper, the the thing we did last time, the yeah. Lead Night of Legends, I was able to watch it on my phone. So like, fuck it, I'll just watch Baywatch on my phone. Uh-huh. It wouldn't register the sound. So I had to watch that on my computer. So it might be an issue with that. The, the sound was a little weird in the beginning and then yeah. it leveled off. I definitely know that that was a thing. Um, but just to run over some of the people that are obviously David Hasselhoff. <laughs> this is in the era when Pamela Anderson was Pam Lee. Pam Lee. Uh, so uh, knowing that she's married to Tommy Lee and, and hearing about all the things about uh, Bruce Pritchard talking about Pam Anderson, how she was a delight to deal with before Tommy Lee, <laughs> and now seeing like how she's kind of being macked on by Hulk Hogan, like how Tommy Lee handled that. Uh, that's a fucking story I, yeah. I should have done a little bit more research on, but fuck it. Uh, I had to do a lot more research on the last one because I had to get three credible sources on a sex offender. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... We could probably three, find three credible sources on a sex offender on this show somewhere. Oh, probably. Real easy. Uh, yeah, real easily. A whole lot easier than Spartanburg, South Carolina wrestling show. That's true. Um, also, Yasmin Bleeth is on this episode. Yes, she There's is. There's a, a salacious story about mm-hmm. Yasmin Bleeth on a certain season of Brickhouse TV. I would highly recommend that you look that up. Um, I, Brickhouse Brown is going to be the topic of a 10-bell podcast, so that's why that popped to my head. Uh, David Chokachi. Uh, I, <laughs> Is that I, a real person? Yeah, and I remember him being on a, uh, a show called I Used to Be a Teen Idol, that. which I think uh, was canceled after three episodes, <laughs> I mean. which is very sad and depressing for those guys, because <laughs> this was like their last shot at fame, and then their last shot of fame got canceled after yep. a couple episodes. Let me show you how I used to be over, and I'm not, still not over. And I think David, the reason why I remember David Chokichi is because he, they were talking about, and this was a Steve, uh, Jason Hervey uh, production mm-hmm. and Jason Hervey was trying to get these guys to do commercials and they were doing little bits and David Chokichi refused to do commercials I'm not going to do commercials you know I think it's beneath me yeah and and I remember him being him discussing that on uh, I used to be a teen idol and I'm Jason Hervey's like hey commercials is how was I I paid for a lot of shit in the beginning yeah. and he goes and David Chokichi's like yeah fucking in the beginning not on the way down motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> so there's that um, Gina Lee Nolan was credited. I don't think we saw her really in this episode. Not in this episode, no. No, so I, I remember her being, and then the the other Australian guy, I can't think his name was Logan. They were always two shit disturbers. <laughs> they introduced them and they were just like shit disturbers all yeah. the time. And of course, Lieutenant Stephanie Holden played by Alexandria Paul. So Gina Lee Nolan, the one that was married to like Vince Neal. Was she? I don't know. I don't, they had a sex tape. I know Pam Anderson had one. Of oh, yeah, it was with Tommy Lee. With no, Tommy that was Brett Michaels. I don't fucking know. Who cares? Who cares? You know, Who cares? maybe I'm right. We, maybe we, I'm just making shit up. Again, I just got to Allegedly. 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 Fixed it all. There you go. Um, this, uh... <laughs> we start off with the creepiest of situations. <laughs> which, with your eyes closed, sounds like Hulk Hogan and Macho Man are just fucking somebody. <laughs> Eyes open, not too different. Uh, yeah, not too different. Uh, they're on jet skis, <laughs> racing each other. Talking mad shit. Yeah. Um, I love how they're racing, and then Hulk is like, oh, there's a pretty girl. I'm just going to stop this intense race that I yeah. have. Macho Man. You're uh, cutting me off, brother. Yeah. Oh, there's there's a woman for me to ogle for a while. <laughs> I mean, and I, like, I was waiting for him to go. Oh, are you above the low sponge wife? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's where we were going. And then he takes off, hits a wave, flies through the air, and they reenact the jet ski accident that happened before WrestleMania nine. I was I was like, man, life uh, imitating art, art imitating life. Fuck. <laughs> you remember how you reacted that time? Do it again. I just. I feel like that was like Hulk's big contribution to this whole thing. Like, <laughs> and he probably fought to be 
a fucking like can I get a ready crap brother <laughs> I came up with a story about how this happened brother put me under Terry put me yeah. under real name Terry Belay you know, Terry Belay you know the only brother nobody will ever do you know I'm starting up Terry Belay uh, uh, Productions <laughs> it'll come on at the end of like shows like Law and Order SMU. yeah but Boulder Belay Productions. <laughs> Below a wolf. wolf. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then, of course, it takes uh, six women yeah. to drag yeah. Hulk Hogan out. And they make a big deal that he's like, a, like almost like a beached whale being pulled. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, you know, oh, he's so big. And we just had to get you know six women to drag him in. Just, just one half. One Hasselhoff could have done it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, too, like, if he's unconscious and he's been floating out there, so they're taking all this time. To swim out there. Yeah. And he has been breathing. Uh-huh. And then he's swimming back in. And then you do CPR on him. If I'm not mistaken, if, if I may need a refresher from when I got my my lifeguard my lifeguard certification from uh, the Boy Scouts of America, he was already in a fucking uh, you know life preserver. I think you can they teach you how to do CPR. Like in water? In water. Hmm. I mean, obviously, you can't do the chest yeah, compression. Yeah, but you can still do th- the nose I and mouth. I think you can do the nose and mouth, and that's kind of how you're supposed to drag in is do the fucking nose and mouth. And, and as you in. do it, yeah. Because by the time for you to get all the way out there <laughs> and get him back in, and he's so heavy that you need six people to lug him in, yeah. he'd be dead. Yeah. Brain dead. Yeah, definitely brain dead. Definitely brain dead. Definitely no, no. Well, and this arguably he still kind of could be. Yeah, and then <laughs> and also he's severely concussed. Yeah, from the jet ski. From that headbutting of the of the ski, as they call it. Which later he says that there was all this damage to the jet ski, but no eye. Yeah. No, no eye. Uh, well, that was a joke. Yeah, exactly. When he said that. Oh. Okay. He was he was he was trying to be funny for Pam Anderson. Oh, he was flirting then. Yes, because in I, a little I, bit, I couldn't tell if he was flirting. She's like, there was so much damage to the jet ski. She's like, oh really? And he goes, no. And then no. she laughed. But then she said something. He goes, oh really? And she said, no. No. That was the the back and forth joke. What gets me is it takes them all the time to get him. They bring him back. They resuscitate him. It takes Macho Man forty five goddamn minutes to get back to shore to even check on him, and the first thing he does is start checking out tits. Oh yeah, look at it. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. You wanna fight, but look at these movies, bro. Yeah. 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 Oh, cool. yeah. Funny lust, about it. Got lust in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> lust in my eyes. <laughs> what a shit friend Macho. I mean, history does show that anyway. But what his shit friend Macho was for No, him. vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just talk about his shit friend fucking Hulk Hogan. It's all right. <laughs> fucking, let's... He let, couldn't even just pop in there to help him out. No, 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 no. Like I've said before, the, the, the main tragedy that we're going through in pro wrestling <laughs> is the fact that Hulk Hogan is still alive and we don't have Roddy Piper, <laughs> no. Macho Man, or Ultimate Warrior no. to call Hulk on his bullshit. No. That we can't let Hulkamania run wild on the history books. Was it one black person in this show? It's probably his fault. <sighs> Well, there, there was. It was. We'll get to that. Okay. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get to that discussion in a little bit. Um, but I gotta say, Macho Man jumping off a fucking still sliding in yeah. jet ski, <laughs> coolest fucking shit ever seen before in my entire life. <laughs> One step above slide across the hood of a car. Oh yeah, like the, it was still sliding, and pursuit. he jumps off, and like he's, he's ready to go. Clenched fist, like he's ready to go. Like, Ooh, yeah. Ready to fight the rest of the NWO. <laughs> Uh, and then they just—they're like, "Oh, you want to fight about it? Let's just walk it off." Yeah, <laughs> hot and cold, guys. Just uh, emotions are all over the place in the beginning, mm-hmm. which sets up where we're headed yeah. uh, on this emotional journey back to headquarters the with uh, Lieutenant Holden and Mitch. Uh, talk about this romantic uh, picnic on the beach, mm-hmm. and this is where we start uh, the planting the seeds of. Finding a cancer, yeah, cancer, well, possible cancerous mole mm-hmm. on Lieutenant Holden's back of her leg. So, anything else to say about so that? So they uh, they make their way to the beach. They're having this lovely little picnic. Oh, who is Mitch's? Mitch's friend, okay. childhood friend. Okay, so and but Hoff is it's it's Hoff and her talking about the picnic. Yeah, and they're just like, oh, so you in love? <laughs> like, Which is so kind of like a weird. weird, creepy like conversation about it. Especially since fucking Hoff and Holden. Well, used to date. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like they, they, they were, they were a couple on the fucking show. But the the person that wrote like the the lines, like, like the, the the wrote the script, was like trying to make them have like quippy comebacks to each other in conversation for this extremely lowbrow show. You're being very highbrow as far as these people talking to one another. Yeah, it's it's it was a weird thing in the '90s that yeah. you could be friends with your ex girlfriend mm-hmm. and also like. 
the still, new dude that she's fucking. Yeah, you can, you can be friends with him, and then also too, like you, you're almost like better friends now. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like Jerry and Elaine. Yeah. They dated for a short period, but then they're like, oh no, we're friends now. And yeah. Tell me about all the guys you're banging, <laughs> which is never been the history that I've had with ex-girlfriends. That's how it works. No, like I just like anxiously waiting them to move out (laughs) (laughs) or like I'll give you some space well I never fucking see you again you know all those things you know the use the use but yeah the uh, normal stuff uh, uh, apparently fucking Hoff is a good fucking friend who's an ex-boyfriend totes bro totes bro and he was friends with the other guy too right yeah he was childhood friends okay yeah so like super like oh we used to fuck let me tell you buddy she fucks. Yeah. It's good. So, you two should totes fuck. Yeah. Fucking. Fuck the Hoff is a total bro. With, yeah. Fucking. And, and a total sis. Like, I mean, it's just all of it. Just helping everybody out. <laughs> He's your, he just wants to sing songs on the Berlin Wall and just fucking rock. Mitch Buchanan is your best, uh, best, best friend mm-hmm. and your best girlfriend. Yeah. Like, that's just who he is. Yeah, of course. Good for him. Good for the Hoff. No wonder he's so awesome these days. Well, no wonder of, he's so over. Speaking of over and awesome, how about the Hulk Hogan and all denim and blue cowboy boots? Whoa. Those look like rain boots. He looked like a fucking crip. He fucking looked like uh, he was playing Rip Thomas <laughs> in this episode of Baywatch. Yeah. It was supposed to be Hulk Hogan. This is really what got in the idea to do Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> Thunder. <laughs> Same cast and everything, really. Yeah. Um, then they talk about the the Venice Beach and uh, Youth Rec Center, and then they go to them working out there, and then in their gear, in their gear, in straight gear, and like they're working out for a good thirty minutes, and all of a sudden, like, oh god, so, so, let me introduce you to Hulk Hogan. Yeah, you and this fucking guy's been working out in wrestling gear. Let me introduce you to him. You <laughs> mean the guy over there in clothes that says? Hulk Hogan on them. He just, oh, I didn't even see him over there. Yeah. Oh. Hey, what's going on, Hulk? You didn't fucking notice this guy wearing I, Macho Man on I his thought, chest? I thought the fucking dude was like, uh, what is it? The little Nate. What is his name? The ref. Charles right. Robinson. Charles Robinson. I always want to say Randy Charles for some reason. Charles Robinson. Uh, I thought that dude that like, the little blonde guy with like the shirt off, looking jacked as shit. I thought that was him the whole time. <laughs> I was like, "That's awesome! David, way to get him you, a spot." You thought Charles Robinson with David Joe Kitchen? Yeah, man. I was like, "Yeah, way to get him a spot." Good for you guys. Good for you guys. And it wasn't until the end where I was like, "Wait a minute, that was Charles Robinson. Who's this asshole?" I, I, I wish we had a, a far better <laughs> fan base. <laughs> Um, or a creative fan base. We might have some people out there. Maybe we, 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 might, we might have one person, or I might have to do this Yourself. myself. Yeah. I would Devin love to see a, a, a Photoshop version <laughs> of David Chokichi's body uh, laid out, but with Charles Robinson's face <laughs> on there. And just be like, way to get your boy a payday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I want is, is Don't choke Charles on the Chi, Robinson's face on David Chokichi's body. Make that happen. That, I, that I'm, if if nobody does that, does that, do's that. We, do, I'll do it myself. I'll do it. I'll do it myself for <laughs> the next episode. So <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, they're working out. That all of a sudden uh, we go back to the bay. I like how they go to the workout area, at the Venice. Venice Beach uh, Youth Club. Then they go to the workout area at Baywatch. Yeah. And, and you see fucking the Hoff just struggling on a Stairmaster. Yeah. <sighs> and that's like he, he couldn't, we couldn't, did, did, he, did him and like Hogan not really want to work together? They couldn't put him in the same gym? They're never in the fucking same No, seat. exactly. They're like, on opposite ends of the world. Is there heat, brother? They're, that's the thing. Like we never see the Hoff stand toe to toe with Hulk Hogan. Probably because Hoffman was probably, what if the Hoff was just taller than him and he's like, oh, I can't be on screen with him, brother. It's gotta be something. It's gotta be something. There's like gotta that. be a fucking story with David Hasselhoff. Because Shogun is super short, like, so that would be, it's okay for him to be just there. Just at least fucking show up. Yeah. Can you not just like slow run across the back like, while hey, shit's going down? Hey, what's going on, Hulk? I heard you got your, your, your yeah, fucking, something. heard you got a jet ski as you. You okay, bud? All <laughs> right, bud. Glad to see you're doing all right, Hulk. They don't have to be on the same, like, Shoot, shoot! Like it could be different camera shots. They had to, they had to have filmed like all the fucking Lieutenant Holden and Mitch Buchanan stuff like at a different time. Mm-hmm. You know, like kind of the way they do soap operas. Yeah, obviously this is a soap opera. Yeah, uh, you know, like they film all their stuff and then move on to the next stuff, and then you know, Pam, you're going to come in and film all the stuff with the Hulk for this episode. Yeah, you know, so, but 
I have to bring up. I, the only reason I bring up, I would skip over this scene, but I, I love this fucking line <laughs> where fucking Mitri Cannon went talking to Lieutenant Stephanie Holden, and he's like, "Tom is the best dermatologist in town." <laughs> <laughs> Don't you fucking argue. Listen I know my him. shit. He's the best dermatologist in town. <laughs> He's a total bro. <laughs> and we shared a milk carton together. That's how I know him. That's my bro. That's my bro. I didn't get mono. Who, who's your Who's your best girlfriend, Stephanie? I would never lie to you. I would never lie to you. <laughs> and he just starts crying. You eat chocolate together. It's cool. It's real cool. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> I just I have to play because there's that best fucking lot. Dermatologist in town. Just. <laughs> Not even in California, just in town. Yeah. Just I mean, in town. Come on, small, small, small bond. Small bond. Uh, then they go back to the youth center where a limo pulls up. And oh. Like, oh, that's the new owner who turns what out to be. What a good fucking deal. What a great reveal. Reveal, it's Ric Flair. Yeah, it is. Who's rolling around with the taskmaster, Kevin <laughs> Sullivan, who just got his fucking uh, maniacal fucking eyebrows got, painted Got on. his forehead on. But in a suit. Yep, and Vader just chilling with him. In a fucking basketball tank top. <laughs> in what would soon become Vader's wrestling gear. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. But <coughs> I just love how like, oh yeah, Ric Flair bought this property. <laughs> and he's going to turn it into condos. Like, no, Flair, you buy the gym. Yeah. You, you operate the gym. The gyms slowly go out of business. You sell the gyms off to a company, and you tell that company that you own the weight equipment that's in the gym. It turns out you don't own that weight equipment. That company sues you, and they can't go anything after anything that you have because you're going through a divorce. But since you're drinking buddies with that said company that you sold the gyms to, they're just going to claim a lien on all the objects that you want to protect from a divorce, which just also includes the NWA title, which you then pawn off to people, but you never never give a, a possession of those belts to anybody except for the, like highspots.com then highspots.com lists that belt online tries to sell that belt and then it comes back the company that bought that gym from the gyms where you bought from comes all the way back around and discloses that no, no we own the belt and then that's how it's settled like I feel like that's how this whole situation goes. yeah that sounds about right that hypothetically sounds, that, was a good hypothetical. Hypothetical. that sounds like something someone would write in a script yeah so just let Flair have it he's gonna fuck yeah. it up anyways yeah it's gonna. don't worry you guys will get it back You'll get, you guys will get it back He's just going to fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny that he's like, ah, I'm going to go after the belt. <laughs> it comes back around. Here we are. You're just going to pawn that belt off, right? <laughs> so yeah. and then we're back in the gym scenario. You, you're you're going to mismanage this gym, and you're going to lose that belt. So, Rick, it's just best that you not buy them. Actually, Don't buy if, anything. If you actually did plow over and put up condos, that would be a smarter investment. <laughs> So just let Rick have this because he needs some income later in his life. He's going to need to come back to this. Yes, please. Let him just just let him have it. Come on, bro. Let him fucking have it. See, Hulk Hogan, not a good bro. Hulk Hogan, why don't you just open up a separate gym? Let let Flair have this. Let him sell condos. This is the smartest thing he's done because he'll just see the gym, manage it, mismanage it, and we'll just end up in the situation I just laid out for you. Here we are. Here we are. So, uh, but I like how they're like, like, oh, yeah, uh, if you beat us, like, as, as a team, but instead of, like, a tag team match. <laughs> it's just three singles and they got No, it's one singles. I mean, it's two singles. Yeah. Because it's Macho Man versus Flair, Flair and, then, and Vader versus yeah. Hulk. So, and, but what happens when... What about Kevin Sullivan? What does he get? Why did he get to wrestle? But, the, but the, that's the thing. It's, like, it's a team match. Yeah. You guys win. But the thing is, like, well, what if Flair wins... You get one one. Yeah, we go one and one. <laughs> That's when Kevin Kevin uh, Kevin Sullivan comes out and he wrestles fucking little Nate. Boom, choking uh. she <laughs> saves the day. Choking Nate saves the day. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I didn't hear them say that in this discussion. Well, I mean, uh, so theoretically, you could tie. Yeah. So theoretically, so, so you could tear down half the gym, make half of a condo. <laughs> Still mismanage part of it. <laughs> Have a half of the world belt yeah. that you pawn off. <laughs> you guys are co-champions, a la uh, yeah. Jericho and China. <laughs> you know. You know. <laughs> but yeah, nobody said that, like, uh, like uh, nobody, uh, yeah, nobody thought that out. No. Like, oh, one-on-one, 
But what if you go one and one? And then it's a fucking tie. <laughs> then it's the fucking Steelers versus the fucking Browns. Week one. And people are just fucking scratching their fucking heads like, like how uh, do I feel about this? I don't know what I do now. And he's, and who's the, the bad are, here? Yeah, who's the fucking bad person here? <laughs> so, yeah. Don't fucking know. <laughs> don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's not make clear. No. And then we get into the next scene... Where we get Mitch and Tom, where basically fucking the Hoff tries to <laughs> violate Dr. Patient yeah. conf- confidentiality. And the other dude tries to convince you that he knows what the fuck that means. Yeah. He's wearing baggy khakis. I don't trust a doctor in baggy ass khakis. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I love fucking the Hoff is like off the record. That doesn't work for Dr. Patient <laughs> Confidential. That's only journalism, you fucking asshole. <laughs> You're not being interviewed by the Times. You're not fucking Connie Chung here. Like. Off the record. Off the record. We're that's just writing not, down shit we hear, don't we? That's not funny. <laughs> That's not Dr. Patient yet, confiality. All intense purposes. <laughs> We're just saying shit we hear on TV. Come on, Tom. Rip a habeas corpus. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, oh, Tom, you're Mitch out of order. The <laughs> whole courtroom is out of order. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> the Hoff just trying to trying to get down to the bare bones. We'll know if his old lady's going to die. Yeah. I mean, and... Yeah, it's, it's real fucking, real fucking weird. It's and real deep. Real deep, and it's like, you know, it's a primary spot for skin cancer in mm-hmm. the back of the leg. Yeah, it's didn't that, know that. The, that whole scene. Started checking my calves after this. Might have to. Yeah. Might have to. Um, and checking my tits and my testicles. I guess I'm checking my calves now every month. The next thing in my notes, it says uh, Hulk is... Uh, Hollering hard at Pam. I don't know where we are in the episode. Just feel like that's just a normal thing. I feel like that was the whole premise of this episode. Yeah, it's like, basically I'm it. Trying to figure out some real bad shit, some real sad shit's going down, and then Hulk's just trying to fuck. Yeah, I, I don't know where exactly we are. Um, oh, I think it was like you know, what if you don't win was discussed, and I've got a better question. What happens if you go one on one in this yeah. situation? What happens if you tie? And, oh, and this is this is what she did. Pam Anderson has to wrestle Kevin Sullivan. Ah, Man, that'd have been way better. That'd be way better. Um, I think Kevin Sullivan pulled that off. Yeah, I mean, he can sneak it out. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, this is when the fake rock falls on the kid. Now I know where we're at. Okay. This is when he. This is when he's hollering at her when she's yeah. trying to do her job. Yeah. And this kid almost dies because of him. And, and the fakest rock in the world falls on. <laughs> like the driest. Gray as fucking rock up against like these greenish, yeah. mossy looking rocks. All those kids, and of course, Hulk's just coming in, and he could have just lift the rock up a little bit. Yeah, just and something. he's just like, "No, brother, I need to lift this rock up above my head, the whole and, rock, and press it." Yeah, on the other side of this jetty. Yeah, like here we go. Watch, mm-hmm. flexing on him, flexing on him. So it's just like you got to incorporate those things. Where mm-hmm. Hulk looks cool. You just gotta incorporate. Mont's not getting shit for screen time anymore. God damn! But but here, I, I see why. I love Macho Man, probably, with the exception of his performance as Spider Man. Maybe not. Maybe cut out for mm-hmm. dramatic acting because there's a moment where Hulk is delivering a line and he's just looking. And you'd think if you're the guy standing next to him, you just kind of stand there and look. Not Macho. <laughs> Macho was just looking. He's looking down to the ground, just kicking rocks. Where the fuck's that voice coming from? Yeah, yeah. He, exactly. He's just looking around as opposed to, like, instead of just looking, I'm going, oh, yeah. Like, that's all you got to do, Macho. Just go there, snarl a little bit. He's just, like, looking to the ground, kicking rocks. All right, what do I do now? Uh, like, While well, Hulk is delivering this line, like, let me tell you something, brother. And then Macho's just like, oh, let me tell you something, brother. Like, <laughs> He's reading along with lines in his head, like, Getting ready time for my line. It's almost time for my line. Yeah, it's, it's, it looks just like that. So, um, yeah, maybe, maybe that's <laughs> maybe it's for best. Maybe, maybe he took a few acting lessons before Spider-Man. and We deserve, <laughs> kind of, we kind of deserve a... more Macho Man then. Yeah. Maybe not right now, but we deserve more Macho Man in <laughs> 2003. Yeah. So. Um, this is where we get the uh, Lieutenant Stephanie Holden lecture series on the We're beach. Just harassing people. <laughs> just... Um, Walking around in a sweatsuit. Yeah, walking around, and this is, I think, uh, goddamn, and she's asking, is it cancer? And, of course, I'm just like, hey, man, Tom's the best dermatologist in town. Yeah, calm down. Just calm me down. Calm down. Um, 
Then we get into... Which was a... There was also, like, a real weird red herring in there where, like, skin cancer is 100% curable of Carlton time. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, well, bitch is gonna be fine. Yeah. We're good. But, you know, having a mask fall on top of you, <laughs> that, that kills you every time. Every single time. Because that's how she dies. You don't get kicked out. You don't kick out of Waterworld like that. That's how she dies. So... This is where we get to see the Hulk Hogan running montage. Because oh. they were like, oh, it's time to go have our, our match. And they're just running across the beach. I was like, wait, is it like, are they going to wrestle? Or are they having like a beach games kind of thing? Yeah. To save the to save the, the rec center. Like every 80s trope movie. Yeah, like this is like. This is the montage time where we all rebuild the rec center so we can have the big battle of bands. Or you do the car wash, mm-hmm. the bake sale. Yeah. That makes it like, that would make a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Sense. So they started running. I was like, did I completely miss something? I thought we were having a wrestling match. Like, no, let's just run on the beach and get my music in here. And then there's like fucking kid just doing backflips at one point. Just like everybody's running by. I was like, oh, it's my backflip time. Ah, backflip. And yeah, it's just, I feel like Hulk saw that guy and goes, hey, hey, brother, we need you over here doing some backflips. You backflip over but here. But I feel like. <sighs> not that is, close, not that close to me. This is this is the WCW song, obviously. <laughs> this is WCW. And. I would imagine that Jimmy Hart would have a hand in this song being written. Mm-hmm. I know that puts you to sleep. Me talking yeah, about Jimmy, Jimmy Hart. Fucking, me, me, me I was talk, on board till Jimmy Hart's name. Me, was me, me talking about musical rights and Jimmy Hart. <laughs> I know that puts you to sleep every time. I met Jim Johnson this past weekend or whatever his name was. Yeah. The guy that did the, the WWE music. Yeah. So I'm hard to impress me right now okay. when it comes to music. So I... F- you know, knowing the way that Jimmy Hart always wheezes away into a payday, <laughs> the fact that he's not really in this episode. So you're saying it wasn't Little Nate as Shokati the whole time? It was really just Jimmy Hart oh, as Little yeah, Nate as Shokati? Yeah, but also, too, he's like, hey, Hulk, baby, since you are going to be on this TV <laughs> hey. show. Hey, hey, Hulk, baby, since you're going to be on this TV show, you think you use the song that I got the musical rights to so they can pay me for royalties? <laughs> sure, brother. <laughs> All right, Jimmy. This last time. So Jimmy probably got a check cut to him mm-hmm. for this, so... Uh, I think that's why they played it in its entirety. Yeah, long of course. For them to just write a fucking check to Jimmy Hart. Goddamn, like, fucking Jimmy Hart probably sits in some uh, a mountain of fucking cash <laughs> checks. Just, just has a Game of Thrones-esque chair at home just made out oh, of. Oh, fucking Jimmy Hart is definitely Littlefinger in the world of yeah. professional wrestling. <laughs> oh, yeah. He is climbing the ladder of chaos. <laughs> you know, fi- working out that whole angle with him and Hulk. Like, becoming his manager and yeah. getting a cut of everything that he mm-hmm. fucking does. And just, God fucking bless him for fucking work. Game in the system <laughs> For like being that. the smartest man in the room every time. Fuck, man. Brilliant. Fucking brilliant. Um, so we have that montage. Then we go to uh, Lieutenant Stephanie Holden being comforted by her ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which, I mean, if the Hoff can't comfort you, then who can? This is true. I mean, Hoff... Uh, trumps all titles in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, ex ex boyfriend, <laughs> ex lover, best uh, bro, best su- sis, superior. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, that does, that doesn't cause a problem whatsoever with the life lifeguard <laughs> association. You know, hamburger enthusiast. This uh, <laughs> international singing celebrity yeah, yeah. Huge. He transcends all of that. Like if we I, don't deserve him, he's a man we don't deserve. Yeah, exactly. If I ever get cancer. I just hope to God the Hoff is still alive to comfort mm-hmm. me the way that he comfort's yeah. Lieutenant Stephanie Holden. He's making her feel good about it. And he and he even made a promise. Nothing bad will ever happen to her. Mm-hmm. Not even getting shot and put overboard. Not even not even a mask to fall upon her body. Yeah, he didn't make that promise. Yeah. He didn't make that <laughs> fucking promise. Went around for it, sorry. He's, he saw that shit coming. <laughs> because not only is he all those things, he's also a clairvoyant. He is very clairvoyant. So... Is that when Mitch tells when a guy tells her that it is cancerous, but they need to figure out if it's spread or not? Uh, I don't know. There's a lot because of then we come because then we go to the wrestling and then we come back to the news. Yes, I think they. So they this is over. where she's like, "Yeah, it's cancer, but as long as it doesn't spread, you'll be okay." This giving is, you more hope. See, this is this is definitely a time when the Hoff needed to put his arm around Lieutenant Stephanie Holden and be like, "Don't worry." He's the best dermatologist in town. town. <laughs> like, that's when you need to hear that. Though at this point, it is sort of out of his hands. <laughs> it's more God's hands at this point, but you know, don't quote me on that one. Yeah, you've already taken off the mole. Yeah. Know, we've already tested it. It's not there anymore. Just take off the leg. Fuck it. Fuck it. Just take a little bit more. Little it looks more. just calf. Yeah. A little slice off. <laughs> they Anyway. Oh, whatever. Uh... So then we go to the wrestling, right? Wrestling. This is where we get to see all the promos. I feel like this is the point where, like, 
Guys, we got to kill some time. Let's get it in. A little bit, but I also feel like they demanded this or they did this. and like, hey, we're going to do this all in one take. And they just cut a promo. Mm -hmm. And then all the production people like, wow, this is great. They cut this interview in one mm -hmm. take. They didn't have to get multiple takes. and Or they wanted them to do multiple takes uh, with different angles. And they're like, no. Don't work for me, brother. <laughs> like, I don't know which direction. It, <laughs> who was the who was the prima donna here? Yeah, well, I, yeah, exactly. I don't know which direction they went with this because obviously, uh, as far as the matches go, they, they had extra cameras during uh, the Bash of the Beach mm. pay per view, which happened in I got it down here. It happened in July sixteenth of nineteen ninety five, and this episode, of course, didn't air till February of nineteen ninety six. But uh, obviously, they knew exactly where they were going with this whole angle. So, like, let's let's get this footage right now. And the cameras were like, they had one at ringside, they had one really far away. Um, but they also did some reshoots. Mm -hmm. If you can tell, like, there's there's certain times where they're in close, where angles where you wouldn't see a crowd, yeah, whatsoever. Says so there's a couple like punches with Ric Flair and Macho Man, like kind of close and stuff like that. But they do have extra cameras out out and around and stuff like that. And I meant to fucking watch some of the network, but I ran out of time because, like I said, I had to do research to, oh, check if, to, to check and see if the topic of our last discussion, our last <laughs> episode, uh, was a known sex offender. So, and not just uh, alleged. Alleged. No. I, he was known. He was known. That's the one time. Three sources. On all of my podcasts where I don't have to say allegedly. Mm -hmm. it, known. Convicted. Yep. Nailed it. Did it. Did um, it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we don't say it like that. But uh, I like how they made, they really didn't make mention of the, the challenge being a lumberjack match. They didn't, they didn't yeah. put that over at all. And it, well, that would have just confused the non-wrestling fan. Yeah, but, you know, the surprise cage match? Yeah, just, yeah. it just happens. My friend, when I first saw that, I was like, how the fuck did they get this cage up so quickly? There's not a goddamn show in the world where that would occur. Oh, the, that's the thing. Like, a surprise cage match, the cage would have taken... 20 minutes to put up, mm -hmm. you know, in certain cases, maybe maybe less for a high-dollar organization for WCW, obviously, mm -hmm. but that still gives you about, what, like 10 minutes? Still. A 10 minutes? Brother, Hulk just needs three minutes to politic himself out of a cage match. Yeah, like, won't take me long at all, brother. You are not, you you can't put baby or Hulk Hogan in a corner politically. <laughs> so, especially in a cage. Especially in a cage. You just can't, you just can't do it. And, uh, you know, we see... I I'll have to check the pay per view, but I think this is the case that Hulk came out with a bunch of uh, just random women who were blondes <laughs> in Baywatch outfits or oh. Baywatch esque outfits. Oh, a whole bunch of CJs. Yeah, exactly. So it's almost like body doubles for yeah. Pam Anderson in a sense. So you kind of think that that is her, but it's far enough. That's why they shot so far away yeah. in the entrances. And also too, Dennis Rodman randomly walking to the ring. What's up, guys? Oh, the worms there. Yeah, like you see him there on the entrance because he was definitely on Batch of the Beach mm -hmm. 95, but made no mention. Probably of just filmed it on the same day. Just that's it, when it happened to come out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. what they did. Yeah. That's the thing. There's no you know, acknowledgement of him being mm -hmm. there. It's almost like the people who filmed the Baywatch episode like, oh, shit, Dennis Accidentally Rodman. got Dennis Rodman in this. Yeah, and like, oh, man. We would have to fucking pay him for this, and mm -hmm. I know you'd make a big deal. Like, no, no, just keep it quiet. Maybe he'll Stop never. Anything, maybe, maybe Dennis Robin won't find out he's on the biggest show in the entire world at this time. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe let, he didn't watch. Let's just hope. Now, I'm gonna post this obviously on our Facebook page. Yep. How did this get booked? Um, but I made mention to the reshoots, and I'm gonna show you this. Okay. Because this is quite comical. Okay. Okay. Because so, as we've stated. Hulk Hogan Invader is a match that takes place in a cage. Mm -hmm. Takes place in a cage. In a cage. At Bash of the Beach 95. Yeah. That for sure happens. Yes. And you clearly see wide shots and and close-up angles of them in a cage. Okay. And a cage. How, how many sides are in a cage match? Uh, Four, usually. Four. And a it goes all one. the way around the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cage is... Like a square, almost. All... Cubesque. Yes, exactly. Minus the top. Because you're enclosing the, the, the combatants in the ring. Some would say you're caging them in. Caging them in for certain sort of stipulation reasons. Yes. They are, they're in the cage. Now, like I said, there were reshoots. Yeah. And how I can recognize that they're reshoots because there are certain moments where the fucking cage isn't there. Where's the cage at? <laughs> There's Where's a, that part of the cage? There are moments uh, I'm showing Zane right now. It is, is a picture of uh, Hulk Hogan. Uh, doing something in the face of Vader, and on to his right is part of a cage. 
And behind him, the bluest of skies. Bluest of skies. And no cage. This, uh, I will put this up on, obviously, my, my Twitter, at Manscale Manning, and my Instagram, at Manscale Manning, and the How Did This Get Book Facebook page. Um, I will put it up before this episode obviously comes out, but it's up there right now, so I highly recommend that you take a look at that. <laughs> give, that a, give that a peeker. Give that a look. Uh, but there are certain reshoots where they, they make point to have the cage in there, but mm-hmm. this one snuck it into the episode. Just got in so there. So I had to get a screen cap of that. thought that would be quite interesting. For it was a very good one. So... They also have like a really cool overhead shot, mm-hmm. which I think might have been a reshoot. I don't know. Because <laughs> WCW would have done that. Yeah, like it was a really cool like overhead shot, yeah. and and it looked like something that Baywatch got in a reshoot. And they made sure that the side that they sent him to had the cage there, but the other sides were too tight that you couldn't see. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they didn't have like ah fuck it, we don't need all the cage. We see yeah, a few pieces. Part of it, and definitely on that shot they did not. <laughs> um. Don't we're going to notice. Don't, you don't see the pinfalls also in either one of these matches. You don't want to give it away for free. Uh, and you definitely won't see a pinfall on the cage match because Hulk Hogan won by escape, not by pinfall. Yeah. Okay. You know, like a coward. Yeah. because And also, too. Uh, Which, up. if we anything from here, he could have just walked out of the ropes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he could have just walked out of the ring. Yeah, just kind of. According to the reshoots. Later, essay. Um, and, you know, Leon wasn't going to keep his shoulders flat to that for Hulk. No. Oh, mainly because it's hot as shit outside. It's probably really hot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If anybody knows anything about, like, wrestling out in direct sunlight, that canvas gets really hot. Especially when George South used to have an all-black canvas. Yeah. The fucking yeah. worst. Um, but, yeah, Hulk won, actually, his match at Bash to the Beach by going over the top of the cage. Uh, another funny thing about this entire episode, this episode came out. A uh, month after fucking Vader was in WWE. Hmm. So he wasn't even in WCW when this episode came no, out. No, just, just, pre- just preparing. So. He'll uh, be real hot shit in a, couple, in a couple months, guys. Go ahead and get him in here. Exactly. So I think that was that was pretty funny there. But um, I, I feel like, and then of course after the match, Flair hands over the deed to the youth center. And I feel like this is where Flair understands about contracts that yeah. possession is nine-tenths of the law. So that's how you know it's fictional. Wait, wait, so, like, he's like, hey, I'm going to give you this NWA belt, and you know this is collateral fraud. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like this is where he learned that lesson. Um, yeah. And then we got... Yeah, just fucking... And then we get the, the slow zoom out with Lieutenant Stephanie Holden. Her ex-boyfriend and her current boyfriend. Just love hugging because she finds out that it did spread. It did spread. Like I said, don't know where. Don't just know where. did. It just did. This is this is a key episode. Yeah. In the history of times, of the, the tides the tides have turned. This is true. Um. So you said this is your first episode Very of first. Baywatch. Does this encourage you to see more Baywatch? Oh, I fucking have to now. I've got to know how this goes. Like, oh. I, obviously, I know the the payoff, but I got to see it. Oh, I, I want to go back and, and I remember it being a whole struggle of her going through cancer mm-hmm. and there are a lot of like false finishes and her possibly dying. Mm-hmm. Like it was pretty dramatic television. Yeah. And then of course, like they just kill her off eventually. But then, that's like several seasons yeah. later. Like they milked this whole cancer thing for a while. Mm-hmm. But then well, my whole thought was like, they're going to tell you she has cancer. So she's eventually going to die off this show. But goddamn, how long will they drag it out? Like, cause usually like when someone dies, it's over like contract. Issues. Well, and, and this oh, is, let's get you the fuck out of here and now. And this is a soap opera, so yeah. they're going to drag so like, out. Man, you're just going to spend four years dying? Like, how is this going to work? <laughs> it's something like it's something. It's gone. It's back. I think there's a little bit of that going yeah. on. And, like, I don't want to start my life with you, Tom, with me having cancer. Or I think there was some. Yeah. Something like and then there's a thing like, oh, I might still love you, Mitch. And then if you go back to those episodes when it was Lieutenant Stephanie Holden having this relationship with Mitch Buchanan and that whole drama... And then if you go back even further to, I think they had like the, the the rookie school thing with Pamela Anderson's character coming up, like, oh, will she make it in yeah. or make it or not? I think Yasmin Bleeth was, re- I can't remember what, she was either Stephanie Holden's sister or cousin. I can't remember what the relationship was. I didn't care enough to do the research on that because, well, like I said, I had to do research on something else. Today. Yeah, I had to um, look at pedophile stuff. I, yeah, that, yeah I, had to, I had to go down a much darker path. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was nice to talk about something bright and sunnier and step out into the light uh, because I'll be ready. Yeah. So, 
Any other thoughts about this episode? It's good. It was fucking well, good as in like, holy shit, what the fuck is happening right now? That's it. I forgot. Like, I always took fucking Baywatch as just as dramatic and well put together television as Homicide Life on the Street. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> that, 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 that tracks. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, something that's like Emmy Award winning, mm-hmm. like Barry Levinson produced, you know? And also, too, like, fucking Nash Bridges wasn't a fucking dramatic gym either. So like regular fucking broadcast television wasn't producing shit that's much better. Like you look back at those old A-team episodes, you're Mm -hmm. like, holy fuck, did a fucking... Paranoid schizophrenic (laughs) fucking episodes? So Baywatch... How does this even work? So Baywatch looks like a fucking far better dramatic piece of television. Yeah. And like... And you look back at those old TV shows and you realize how bad the fucking writing was, but everything was bad everywhere. Yeah. So you didn't fucking notice it. Yeah, until but, now it shouldn't uphold. But now after you've been watching fucking seven seasons of Game of Thrones, you realize <laughs> this shit is dog crap. <laughs> so that's why it's funny when people bitch about episodes of Game of Thrones or Westworld. Like, oh, this bitch, is, you ever seen Baywatch? Bitch, have you ever seen an episode of A-Team? Like, that was a fucking dramatic work of art. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, yeah. Did you did you not see the fucking plane crash episode with fucking Mitch's ex wife and poor Hobie's looking over his possibly dead mother? Like, <laughs> you guys see how dramatic that shit was? <laughs> Get together, guys. Get together, guys. Get over it. But um, yeah, anything else we can say about this? Man, I think we did it. We talked about it more than it was on. It, definitely because it was only forty two minutes. We were mm. talking for fifty five minutes. Hey, but, hey, we did it, kid. You know, I thought about saving this for a live episode or something like that, but I was like, no, nah, let's just go ahead and talk about this. Yeah, like, let's get let's get it in. Let's get squeeze this one in here. We can watch forty two minute. And seriously, like, when the fuck are we ever going to do another live episode? Oh, we, well, there's talks. There's talks, so if there's any inkling of what we want to talk, I'm thinking, like, maybe, like, a Hulk Hogan movie. Yeah. You know, like a Suburban Commando, Mr. Nanny, something along those lines, you know, and just do what we do. But, uh, but no, I enjoyed going down memory lane for me. That was good. I I was, uh, I enjoyed going down a new street. There we go. So, um, this episode is... Going to release the September twenty seventh. So uh, I will actually be in the middle of the Queen City Comedy Experience, which is a Charlotte based comedy festival. So if you're in the Charlotte area this week sh- weekend, make sure you show up and see some shows. Um, the, the comedian who was on our last episode, Jason Ellie King, will be performing on a lot of shows. Also, to uh, Brian Regan. Um, Jay Farrow, Janine Garofalo, and I think Rob Schneider will all be like the big headliners for this comedy Jesus. festival. And also John Where's Reed. Where's this at? This is in town. Where? Uh, like the Blumenthal. Okay, cool. Like all their, they've got like a bunch of different theaters nice. all over the place. Uh, Blumenthal, the Belk Theater. Uh, also John Reap will be at the Comedy Zone and that's kind of part of the festival as well. So a lot of big names coming yeah, in yeah. into town here in, in Charlotte. So if you're listening to this at a timely fashion and you live in Charlotte, North Carolina, make sure you show up and check out uh, one or two or all of the shows at the... Or you Queen- just want to travel in and see some good comedy. Yeah. If you if you live close by, come on in to Charlotte, North Carolina for the Queen City Comedy Experience. Um, and then next month, I got a bunch of comedy shows that you can you can hear about through my Twitter and all that stuff. And I'll be in Portland um, October the eighth. So if you're if you listen to this in Portland and just I'll be at the Alkaline Trio. Yeah, I'll be doing an open mic the night before. Um, but if you live in Portland, just give me a shout out, man. I'll be around. Maybe we'll do something, hang out, maybe have a uh, voodoo donut or something like yeah, that. Something like that. Maybe a beer. Yeah. Maybe a beer. Place. Yeah, maybe I'll have a beer. Maybe maybe I'll, I'll splurge and have a beer out in Portland. There you maybe go. I'll do, maybe I'll do that. Who why wouldn't you? Well, why wouldn't I? So, uh, but just follow me at Manscout Manning uh, on Instagram and Twitter. I got a lot of comedy shows coming up, especially that first week of October. So, what do you got, Zane? Uh, not a whole bunch. Uh, as I said in the last episode, it's going to be Renfest this coming up weekend. So, I'm just going to be fucked up on pumpkin beers for the next three months. Huzzah! Huzzah bitches! to the tipper, motherfuckers. I uh, will have uh, AML Wrestling in Durham, North Carolina on the 29th. Um, and then next month I have a real, real light October. I don't know why. It seems like every October is my lightest month. Uh, and not, I'm not really trying to book stuff, but yeah, it just works out. I don't really have a lot. I've got like one PWF Hubert show. And then the 26th and 27th, I will be doing uh, spooky empire as part of, uh, the FSCW does a, a universal studios deal. 
I don't know if I'm wrestling. I think I'm just going to go down and hang out. Uh, uh, I will be there. I, yeah. I will be wrestling at okay. Spooky Empire. I'll also be wrestling at Fest, uh, I believe the 28th. Okay. Is that Sunday? Sunday. Yes. And then I also, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Wrestling Revolver back in Des Moines, Iowa, uh, October the 20th. I'll be returning to Des Moines, Iowa. So make sure you check that out, Wrestling Revolver. That's always a big show. I'll be wrestling Colt Cabana there. Because we haven't <laughs> seen that match enough. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but I'll no, probably be wrestling Colt Cabana in some fashion at Fest as well. So, yeah, I'll probably be doing that as well. But uh, I'll have some surprises for old uh, Scott Colton this time. Old so. Coltsky. Old Coltsky. Um, anything else? I think we're good. Yeah. I think we're good. And thank you to everybody who's been writing reviews. Um, and thank you to everybody that gives us feedback on the shows. Even if you're like, hey, enjoyed the episode. Or, hey, go fuck <laughs> off and die. Fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, make sure you... How follow- dare you talk so happily about people with cancer. Exactly. Exactly. Why talk about cancer with such a smile on your face? Yeah. Fucking Lieutenant Stephanie Holden is a fucking national treasure. <laughs> Fuck off. If you want to tweet that, tweet me at Manscout Manning <laughs> or email me at jake at sslshow.com. Make sure you go on to howdidthisgetbook.com. That's where we're selling t-shirts, but you can get a t-shirt by leaving a review on iTunes and Stitcher. But I also have my personal merch up there at howdidthisgetbook.com. I've got limited sizes left in my t-shirt. So if you want a Manscout Manning t-shirt or an Under Undertaker t-shirt, Make sure you log on to howtothisgetbook.com. Make sure you continue to subscribe, download, uh, write reviews, all kinds of things on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, and wherever podcasts are available. This has been another edition of How Did This Get Booked. Ooh.